0: Welcome to Ads the Cart, the show where we celebrate creativity and commerce. Nearly every family I have ever met has the family food or the family recipe that they always imagine the world would love. But today's guest and his family actually brought this food to the market. We have Juan Nino on the show today to talk to us about his company, Artisan Tropic, and the way his family has brought plantain chips and cassava chips all the way from Colombia to the United States for all of us to enjoy. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. It's good I'm to be here. I'm
0: delighted that you're here.
1: Yeah, it's good to see you again after so many years. It <laughs>
0: is. The last time I saw you, you were on your way to Columbia mm-hmm. to be a football star, <laughs> which you did for many years. Yeah. And so tell us about being a football star. Will you Tell us about the team, tell us about your journey uh, before you got into e-commerce.
1: Yeah, uh, man, it's what I dreamed about doing ever since I can remember um, football or, you know, soccer in the States obviously is uh, the largest sport in Latin America. And um, I think that that passion just kind of runs through you since you're very little. And so being able to go back to my home country where I was born and um, playing the top division and playing the stadiums that, you know, I'd watched when I was little. And it was a a beautiful experience of reconnecting with um, my home country. But at the same time, I think um, it also made me feel even more proud of like, hey, I love the States as well Like I'm so glad I grew up there.
0: Yeah. what well, your family has accomplished here since since coming here.
1: Yeah, I um, I really admire my parents, uh, my aunt and uncle Camila Margarita. Um, they founded Artisan Tropic and I remember I had recently arrived to Colombia. Um, I was playing, and I started hearing, you know, like from especially from my mom because Margarita and my mom they're identical twins. I'd heard like, hey, um, we call them Cami and Margie. Okay. Um, they're they're going to be starting like you know their own brand. And once I start hearing more, and the first kind of approach was like, hey, would you would you be interested in running the online store? And I was like, yeah, sure. I playing professionally. A lot of the afternoons you have time, and so. So, you know, I'm coming home from training, I'm having lunch, maybe taking a nap and then I'm sitting down on the computer to, to start processing orders um, through Shopify for, you know, our plantain and, and cassava strips. So it was, uh, I think, really unique as well because teammates start hearing about it. And it's just a foreign concept, I think, for a lot of Latin American footballers. Like, wait, you're like working a little bit on the side. It was this.
0: Because you probably didn't, it it probably didn't need to be, right? But you were helping with the family's entrepreneurial vision. It's become a really massive brand the largest brand, I think, of cassava and plantain chips that you're gonna find online. I looked like crazy to find a competitor that was maybe beating Artisan Tropic. I couldn't find anything. But just help people understand what are cassava, what are plantains, and why are they such a special plant to make these fabulous snacks from?
1: Yeah, um, I think for pretty much any Latin American, um, cassava and plantain are a staple part of your diet. And uh, especially in Colombia, most plates have um, one of the types of those carbohydrates. This is a delicious food. It has some good properties. It's a healthy snack. Obviously all our products are non-GMO, paleo, vegan, but we're not sacrificing taste and experience. And I think cassava is um, a wonderful kind of difference maker because it's the closest you can get to a traditional potato chip, but you have the low glycemic side Um, which I think is is huge and obviously it's delicious.
0: It seems to me that you haven't had to do a ton of marketing around sort of the traditional strategies. A lot of brands will just go, let's just throw as much money on Facebook and Instagram as possible. Your company has taken a slightly different approach. You've used your family's story as a central way to share what are these products and why might you like them. So share a little bit about the process of really creating, you've created a ton of video Mm -hmm. uh, around the family story. Why did you choose video as the path for telling your family story?
1: My cousin, uh, Maka, who um, she's been our our marketing director um, since the beginning of the company, starting in 2019, we kind of sat down, we brainstormed and and she was like, I think we really need to focus in video, like let's find ways to make people feel connected not only to our brand, but to us, you know, how can we be more personable, approachable and to Colombia? Um, because we think that's something very neat about our product. It's not just like, hey, like it's made in Colombia, like we're exporting here, like like we own the production plant. We are from Colombia, we're there in the farms. Mm-hmm. 20% of the raw material is coming from our own, you know, like company owned land and it's the most beautiful farm. I, oh my gosh, you have to go in there. Oh my God, it's I, I want to come
0: visit, yeah. <laughs> it's, um,
1: it's one of the most beautiful regions in Colombia, too. It's the coffee region. So I think video is able to to capture that a bit more, you know, just deeply and profound and, and create those connections. Um, and yeah, it's I I think seeing the growth without having just gone in and been like, let's just throw a ton of cash at Instagram ads, Facebook ads, um, you know, Google ads, whatever it might be. I think we found a way to, through content and storytelling to, to, you know, be able to really create a connection for people. And, and it's really encouraging when, you know, you hear someone, um, hey, like, wow, like that, like, I, I, I connect with that. You know, like I grew up in Honduras and I remember my, my grandmother used to make me, you know, fried plantains and, mm. you know, not, not even, every, you know, you don't have to be from Colombia to identify with some of the, some of the stories we're telling. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I just get so passionate about video. Video is incredible.
0: When you think about your family working together and growing this together, what are some of the highlights in the story that you're you're most proud of?
1: Yeah, wow, that's awesome. Um, Starting last year in like July, we started working on a a packaging refresh. And um, my sister Juli, who is like one of my best friends, she's incredible, Uh, Maka, my cousin, and Juanpa, the four of us, Worked on that, man, so hard. The past, I mean, seriously, like eight months, and it's about to launch. It'll launch, I think.
0: So this isn't the new packaging. We're going to no. see so the new packaging. Y- yeah, very that's not soon. the new packaging okay. yet.
1: Um, it's going to be coming out towards the end of August.
0: Do you think of yourselves as a health food? Um, I think
1: we definitely are um, in the the, the natural, um, you know, space. You know, we don't want to sacrifice quality of oil. We don't want to just put, oh, let's just put normal salt on there. Not like, No, we're using sea salt. Um, once you get kind of deep into the cassava and plantain world, there's so many variations, but it's like, no, we're using a variation called for the plantain Dominique Carton. It's the premium plantain. Um, it's never been genetically modified. Um, we want to stick to that. I, just because I think obviously a business, you want to make money. You need to make money <laughs> to okay. have a business but we never wanna sacrifice you know, the, the morals and the values of the company.
0: So you've got this new packaging coming, you've got these two great products, you've got these partnerships. What's on the horizon for Artisan Tropic?
1: Essentially, there's been huge shortages um, of food in Colombia, uh, of the raw materials especially, there's it's been, there's been a, a lot of rain. So the Tropic region gets a lot of rain, but I mean like an incredible amount of rain. A lot of cassava harvests have been ruined. And I think that's taken us to kind of um, reanalyze, hey, like, we always want to have the product ready, right? So how can we, you know, make this even more vertical for us, right? So around 20% of the raw material comes from our farm. We depend 80% on local farmers. But now there's kind of the project of like, we love regenerative agriculture, we really want to not only sustain the soil and the planet, but we want to regenerate it. We want to bring back biodiversity to that coffee region. We want our farms to be just these beautiful kind of agroforests, if you will. I, yeah, I, I think it's a matter of time before 100% of the production is completely vertical and um, the product is you know coming from a soil that's being regenerated, it's absolutely zero um, chemical toxins. or. Any sort of um, fertilizers that aren't organic. I feel like we're we're at this awkward spot of like artisan isn't a small brand anymore. Like the you know there's just no way around that. I mean, we're we're in so many places we're growing, but I think that growth has come with challenges. Like dude, like we need to bring in a few people to the team. We need mm-hmm. to maybe outsource some, some some things. Right, you
0: might be running out of people in your family. Yes,
1: exactly. To <laughs> we're we're in literally the running out of people in the family. Um, so I think all of that is uh, is exciting, and I, I think a big part of um, you know what you asked is what's coming new is we we definitely are going to be launching some new products soon. Um, I can't say what exactly yet, but uh, the product development product, product development is I think a really exciting thing mm-hmm. right now for us.
0: I love that. How important do you think it is that your company stands for the vegan V? Because there have been so many vegan <laughs> products introduced. Some of which are actually not that natural, yeah. they're very much just chemicals compounded together that therefore do not have any animal products in them. But you have a truly vegan food mm-hmm. that you're offering, how important is that vegan label to you?
1: I think it's, I mean, it's very important. Um, a big part of our demographics are um, people that are vegan and um, they're looking for I mean, I love what you mentioned. They're looking for a product that is actually healthy for their body because there can be so many things that are vegan. I mean, they are, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna be nutritious and beneficial to your body. You can have a bunch of preservatives and a bunch of chemicals that aren't gonna be helping your body. So um, no, it's, it's, it's important. I mean, the fact that we're paleo, that we're non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free um, is important and it's I'm gonna to continue to be an essential part of our products.
0: And how much do those identifiers help you attract the right customer, do you think?
1: Um, I think more and more, it, it's it's uh, definitely a, a huge factor. Um, you know, I think, if I think back maybe 10 years ago, I think a lot of people, they just weren't familiar with those logos, or maybe it wasn't something, at least on our radar, like gluten. You know, I just never thought about sure. that. But more and more, I think there's a, a growing awareness. Um, and you know, unfortunately, um, especially in the States, there's been so many genetic modifications to food. Um, and you're starting to see the results of that, uh, a lot of autoimmunities. Um, and so uh, I think the more that happens, the more the, the, the certifications and the logos uh, are on people's mind. People recognize it. Um, there's that awareness. And I, I mean, yeah, I think that will continue to drive customers for sure
0: tell people a little bit about how many people in your family today now are involved in this company. Yeah. It starts with <laughs> your, your mom and your aunt and uncle, but now it's how many people? It's a lot of
1: us. Uh, my dad, my brother, who also Juan, he's in, he helps with some stuff. Jose, my sister, my wife, uh, I, yeah, I a lot of us, there's so many of us involved, I think total like maybe 15 family members.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. A lot of people imagine creating a family favorite food into a company. What have you learned about working with your family?
1: I mean, I'm really thankful. I think I've, uh, I've learned communication is really important. You know, um, communicating clearly as well, like, um, you know, whose role um, applies to certain situations. I think having that clear from the start is really helpful. You know, it avoids having issues. Um, but I think, thankfully, I think we're all understanding. I think we're all pretty patient and and i think kind of easygoing you know Mm. uh that i think it 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 makes it easy but um but yeah i think the communication has been key of just having healthy boundaries as well my mom's always the one that's like um you know if we go visit her after work and i'm for something like mom like and she's like it's 5 p.m like we're not we're not talking about work we can talk tomorrow let's just sit down let's you know let's talk about something else and i think those healthy boundaries are are helpful as well. Um, But yeah, now working with the family's been, it's been a huge blessing.
0: Okay, this is the part of the show where I let you tell the good people where they can buy your product. Okay. So if you wanna look at the camera sitting next to Armand there, you can tell people where they can buy the beautiful bags of Artisan Tropic we have in front of us.
1: Okay. Well, our products are amazing and you can find them nationwide at Whole Foods, Sprouts, we're available in Natural Grocers, Central Market if you're in Texas, H-E-B now, if you're in Texas, we're available in Earth Fair, uh, in the East Coast, uh Markets, uh, man, so many, and always available on our online store, artisantropic.com. Um, We have constant giveaways going on in our Instagram. Uh, We love connecting with new people and uh, always love receiving emails and sending coupons to people that are are friendly and uh, that want to try our product.
0: If you found anything helpful or delicious about this episode, please feel free to like this video. And as always, if you are trying to build an e-commerce store, if you wanna bring your family's recipe to the world, you need to subscribe to this channel and use the helpful advice that we've gotten from so many entrepreneurs, including this incredible episode. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Oh, thanks, Liz. That was awesome. It was really fun. Yeah, I had a blast.
0: I was talking to uh, some business owners recently about basically the kinds of people who are really great at business, who have good entrepreneurial instincts, who maybe find the most success in their careers and whatever they're doing. And this person was a coach. He had been a coach of, I think, a minor league baseball team at one point in his career. And he said to me, you should exclusively try to work with people, try to partner with people, try to collaborate with people who played team sports at an elite level and not individual sports at an elite level. And I asked him to clarify this, and he was like, well, for example, you wanna work with a basketball player, or a baseball player, or a football player, or a soccer player, you do not want to work with a tennis player. <laughs> and I found that to be so interesting because the, the basic idea was tennis players are taught to win alone, but people who play on teams are taught to win together. Mm-hmm. Does any of this resonate with you? How does, how, what's your reflection on that story?
1: Yeah. Um, I think sports, uh, and team sports especially growing up, I think they, they teach you so many things. And uh, I think when you get to uh, the professional level, it gives you a sense, a lesson, a huge lesson on maturity, on realizing that someone else's success isn't going to, like, stunt your own. And in a football field, there's 11 players at at a time and you need every single one of them to be able to win because everyone has an an important role Um, so I think that translates well into a company especially when it starts growing because I think you also realize like I can't I can't do it all and I'm just not I'm not good at some things I mean I I don't want to kill on tennis players because I don't really know that many of them (laughs) (laughs) but I think it's a good but I think it's a good analogy and I would say yes I think it uh, being able to be in a team and understand your role and understand you're great at some things, you aren't good at others. but that's why someone else is there. I think that's
0: important. I always thought it was a really interesting reflection